it's not rocket science. If you if money is your main thing, that's an exterior. It, it, it just it's not good. It's not going to work. Your energy has to come from within. Within it has to be there has to be an inspiration, not a motivation for money, but an inspiration within your within yourself to be the best person that you can be. To figure out what the hell you're here for, and then to figure out a way to take that talent that you have, that unique talent that you have, and to package it up and to find a way to gift it to other people as well. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Hey, we're all in this together. I just, I'm just trying to help you kick some ass. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Hey, everybody, it's Tony Dufresne. Great to be back with you. Busy, busy week for me. I'm not going to go into it because you don't care. I don't care either. It's over. So I uh, hope things are well. Uh, a couple things I want to say. First off, the the entire show, the the main meat and potatoes of the show today, I pretty much thought up like 15 minutes ago. I couldn't for the life of me think of what to talk about this week because I got overwhelmed. Uh, over, I was overthinking. I got overwhelmed. And that's actually a, a part of today's show. And I'll, I'll get into that. But first, let's get to the three good feels. The three good feels brought to you by no one uh, today. And uh, this is just the three uh, stories that I have found in going through the news feeds that are, uh, it's just really cool stuff that shows that mankind has a heart and a soul. And there's some really great people out there along with you and me, of course. Uh, the first story is a is a man turns heartbreak into hope by giving engagement ring away. So this guy, after his relationship ended, uh, Stephen Crocker offered to give away the engagement ring to a couple who couldn't afford one. More than a thousand people sent him their love stories, and now he's chosen a winner, surprising one lucky pair and turning heartbreak into hope. So, you know, I, being divorced myself, I, it, this is a great idea. I, I, I should have, I should have thought about doing something like this, but, uh, but I never did. Of course, I just got left with my own ring and you know guys rings are, are it's not the same thing the guy ring is not the same thing but uh this was that was a really cool thing that he that he did he could have tried to pawn it off or or uh you know resell it or something but uh I, I like this i mean i don't know what happened he could be he could have been the total douchebag that uh that created the issues but all that being said this particular action i liked so that's why i decided to read it this week a second good feel story hero bystander rescues a teen from a car submerged in water so sophia stokes 17 year old she started her uh, just started her senior year at uh, ware county high school and on the morning of august 4th she was driving home from a friend's house and she fell asleep at the wheel now alex tyner 23 year old guy was driving to work at the same time when sophia's car like cut across his and went right into the lake on the side of the road. So Tyner, the guy, and another bystander who was also driving by, they both waded in, and the two men pulled at the car door and kicked and punched at the windows. And when they found her, Sophia was blue and unconscious. She'd been un- under the water. So Tyner started CPR uh, because Tyner is a like an, uh, an ex-Navy guy. Uh, so his quick, his quick action saved Sophia's life buying her enough time to get to the hospital. Now, the teen experienced some lung damage, uh, uh, but otherwise escaped with bumps and bruises only. And it may be a coincidence, Tyner was driving to work that day. He never works on the weekends. 
So maybe a coincidence, the person who pulled uh, pulled over happened to know CPR. And apparently, a, a side note in reading through the whole article, it, uh, the hospital staff said he did it perfectly. And I'm, uh, and, and which is a good thing to, to say because I've been, uh, because I'm a certified personal trainer, I have to go through CPR training as well. And I got to tell you, you go through that thing and it's a four hour class or something. And I think you have to take it every year, every two years, but you kind of forget the stuff after just, I mean, it's not really difficult, but there's some math to it and you have to kind of remember things. Uh, but, uh, and it's not as easy as you think it is. And there's a lot, there's, you know, so, so first of all, I suggest everybody go through that because I think it's extremely important for everybody to learn CPR and learn how to use the little uh, defibrillator machines as well. Cause they teach you that in class. Uh, but, uh, but props to him for doing it the, the right way. And, uh, and being ready, you know, it's, it's, it's that whole thing where you just, you, you never know if you're going to have to use it. You mean, never, most of the time you never have to use it, but he did. And he, and he kicked ass. Third and last story of the week. Uh, mom turns love of baking into local coffee shop, a job opportunity for students with special needs. This one kind of hits home because I was actually uh, talking to a really good friend of mine who has a special needs daughter and talking about starting something like this in her high school. So this is what happened. So for 25 years, Maria Veal commuted to downtown Chicago to work at her day job in banking. But at home, she pursued her love of baking, a craft she learned from her grandmother. And as her middle child, Billy, inched closer to adulthood, Veal found herself wondering if there was a way to flip her lifestyle and turn her hobby into a business that could simultaneously benefit her son and the community. So she said, I looked around the neighborhood and realized there weren't any privately owned coffee shops. So wouldn't it be nice to create an environment in her little area where people could just walk down the street, stop in, have a cup of coffee and just hang out? At the same time, she could employ her 18-year-old son who has Down syndrome and other students from Richards High School who are now enrolled in the District 218 Adult Transition Program. A little something extra bakery cafe opened in early July. She did it. She opened it up. A little something extra. It's a great name, too. Uh, Let's see. Uh, She said, uh, when working with adults with disabilities, she said, you need more patience and lots of repetition. Now, they all have different skill levels, but like all young adults, they need to be independent and confident of their abilities. They need to have a purpose, right? Uh, If not, they're going to sit there and watch TV all day long. That's not just like uh, mental, uh, special needs kids, uh, disability kids. That's everybody. Everybody needs a purpose, which is my, which is what I talk about every single week. I, and that's why the clients come to me. That's why they pay me money. That's what we work on. It's a pro, we talked about that last week with Angela about the purpose project. Everybody needs a purpose. I'm assuming that's probably why you're listening to this because you could be listening to a lot of other stuff. Uh, you know, the, you could be listening to the, the bachelor after dark or whatever the hell that stuff is, but you're listening to this. Because you want to make some good positive changes and you want to go through that purpose project. So, uh, uh, another, uh, again, three great stories for the week. Let's get into the meat of the story of the, of the show this week. And it, I'm going to kind of go through this quickly because I, I'm going through, this is, this is why this, this all happened. This week I'm going through and trying to figure out what the hell to, to talk about. 
And I usually go through the news feeds and I, and, you know, I've got Flipboard and, um, Bustle and HuffPost and Vice and Refinery29, you know, all the, all the usual the, uh, stuff. And I'm rolling through all that stuff. I got so overwhelmed because there's about every single day, there's probably 50 to 100 articles on how you can better yourself and what to look forward to and how to de-stress and, and, and how to be more equal in your job and how to, how to, how to, how to, how to literally, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, no wonder why people are so confused because the way that it's set up now, it basically every single outlet, every single social media outlet, newsfeed outlet, they're looking for content. They're trying to fill the content and they're trying to get people to like Buzzfeed, Man, oh man, they, they churn out stuff like unbelievable in those listicles. But that's why they churn all that stuff out because they're constantly refreshing that to make sure that people come back and they do their five minutes of scrolling and then they, they have their time on there and then they can sell the fact that there's a lot of people on their, on their website and their Alexa rating goes up as, as a web, you know, it's a whole thing. So that being said, the one thing that I found myself, I found myself uh, overwhelmed and completely overthinking it because I'm trying to mix and match. And then I had one idea I was going to go with. And then this other thing, I read this other thing as I was flipping through and then I kind of changed it. And I thought, oh, my God, this is this is the same shit that happens to uh, all of us. Right. And we get overwhelmed and then no, then nothing happens. That's the whole point. Nothing happens. It, it, it's that analysis paralysis thing, which I am a huge, huge a proponent, not a proponent, but I, I, that happens to me all the time. So what I did was I said, screw all this. This is like 15, 20 minutes ago. Screw all this. I'm just going to jot down quickly. I'm going to jot down and oversimplified. I'm going to make it super duper simple, right, right to the point, oversimplified formula for success and fulfillment, for life success and fulfillment. Total simple formula. Now, of course, this is complete. This is really general. There's a lot of moving parts because we're all super complicated because we're human beings. Human beings are still animals and we're still run by our instincts as much as people don't want to think that we are. And we battle those at the same time trying to be decent human beings to and, and taking care of ourselves as well as being decent, decent human beings to the other people that are around us and trying to have some level of sympathy and empathy for people, right? I mean, that's kind of what we, and, and try to do something to where we can give a gift to the world and we can do our thing. And at the same time, it's going to benefit somebody else. So all that being said, take this for what it is, but I figured why not just give you something super easy to chew on uh, for the rest of the day or maybe over the weekend. Um, so I'm going to release this on Friday. Uh, so, and, and again, if you have anything that comes up, that's just let me know, let me know if there's something that you think that I missed something that you think is really important, or if you have your own personal story, I love hearing personal stories. As a matter of fact, I'm going to share one that I got from, uh, somebody who wrote in last week now while I go through this. Okay. So the first step, four steps for super oversimplified formula for life success and fulfillment. The first one is you got to get real with yourself. So you're sitting there and obviously you're not digging what's happening for some reason. I mean, who knows, right? So you either say, well, what, what do I want? And it's funny because you think that would be the easiest question to answer, 
But most of my clients come to me and I always, you know, you always start, there, there's a concept called parsimony. Parsimony is you start with the easiest, most obvious, ridiculous thing first. It's like when the computer people, when they, when you call them up, they say, is it plugged in? Right. So that's what it is. So the first thing I say is, well, what do you want? Cause they come to me usually disappointed and, and unhappy and hopeless and wondering what the hell they're going to do. And they go, I, I don't know. I go, well, of course you do. Well, you certainly don't want what you have. So let's start with that. So what you can ask yourself is if you don't know where you want to go. First of all, nobody knows what they want like throughout the whole. They may think they do. But you can't say this is what I want and and run off this list of things that's going to take you out to, you know, 80 years old and in like every single thing. And, and it's and this is this linear pathway, this straight line ain't going to happen. But maybe what you need is if you don't know it, if you don't know the next step, because that's usually the reason why people get stuck because they don't know what the next step is. And the next step is going to be a big one. The next step is obviously something where they're, you know, they're the Truman show right now. You may be the Truman show in terms of you figured out that you, you sailed that boat and now you're hitting, if you haven't seen the Truman show, you know, you get to the edge of where you can stand really how your life is now and how the bubble is now with how you've created that life bubble and all the components in there. And now you're hitting your head up against it thinking this is not enough. I got it. There's, there's something missing. I have to do more. I got to expand this. Something's got to happen. So you bumped up against that. And the next step is not there because you're, it's all that you can't, you make it to where you can't see it. So here it is. So instead of saying, what do you want? I'm all, I would ask you this. If that's doesn't, if something doesn't come to your mind, what don't you want? What's happening in your life that didn't, that was a catalyst that was the thing that pushed you finally it created enough leverage in your life to the point where you're sitting there going, Oh, I, I can't do this anymore. Uh, this is not going to happen for me anymore. I, I can't, I can't continue to go on the way this is my, I had, uh, I had a client uh, very recently that her, <laughs> that, that her, her border, her, her thing was her leverage point was actually the job. Uh, and she had like a midlife crisis in her twenties because she got into a job that was supposed to be kick ass right out of college and making serious amounts of coin and, and, you know, wanted to buy a house and all that kind of stuff. And she got into it and thought, I'm totally selling my soul. This is so not what I want to do. And I have to tell you, I did the same exact thing when I got, cause I, I, I went in and I got my finance degree and I'm thinking just because, and I wanted to make money, worst mistake anybody can do follow money. And we'll talk about that. So she's, uh, so she had that crisis and, and then she came to me. Interestingly enough, at the same time, there was a relationship issue and she used, and she used that as the thing that she said, well, this just happened. So I need to figure out my stuff, but, but they're both connected. Every single thing is connected in your life. So ask yourself, what don't you want? I mean, what's, what's happening in your life that's, that's not cool. And that if you had a magic wand and if you change that part of it, then, uh, then what is that? And, and where, where can you look for your next step? What's the next step? That's all I'm asking. What do you want? What in terms of like the next step or the next three steps that you can see? I'm not, you know, I, I'm not, I don't want to hear, I want a, uh, you know, a mansion, uh, in South Beach, uh, you know, with a boat and uh, a couple of Maseratis in, you know, in the, in the garage or any of that crap. I don't want to hear that. 
Uh, and you shouldn't either because it's ridiculous. Just it's talk about the next couple steps. The second step in this. So if the first step is you got to get real with yourself, get real, figure out what the hell you want. And then and then, you know, go through that introspection process, which my program does. And uh, you can there's a lot of other programs out there that can help you search, give you knowledge in terms of how things work and how to get in touch with yourself and how to let that true self come out to really to what really is your purpose and how you can craft a gift to give to everybody. But I'm making this simple, right? So the first step is get real. You got to get real with yourself and quit fucking around and just sit down and say what do I want? What's going to what's going to be, you know, what's going to be the next step that's going to put me on the right path that I feel really good about. The second thing is, the second step, get your house in order. This is huge. And it goes against a, a lot of people and what they say. A lot of people say, well, if you, if you know what you want, then just go for it and just let everything go and just go 110%. And, uh, I could not disagree more on that. As a matter of fact, it's not only me. I mean, if you listen to Gary Vee, he's the same way. If you listen to Russell Brunson, he's the same way. If you listen to Tony Robbins, he's the same way. A lot of the guys that have been around the block a few times and they know what they're talking about, it's the same thing. You can't, you can't just atomic bomb everything in terms of all the things you've already set up in your life. Because as you've gone through life, you're tying knots on the rope. Remember the rope? And those knots you have to deal with. You can't just throw the whole rope away. You can't have a relationship and have bought a house and have a bunch of debt uh, on your credit cards and then all of a sudden say, nah, fuck it, I'm, I'm quitting my job. Because that's the worst possible mistake you can make because the only way you can start something, start your next step, start that purpose project is if you have a solid foundation to work from. And a solid foundation means you're not sitting there freaking out that you can that you're not going to be able to pay your bills. You got to live in the outside world. You got to be a grown-up if it comes down to that. You got to be accountable and responsible for all the shit that you've created in your life up to this point. And not even and not just even shit, just all the stuff, all the components and all the responsibilities. So you've got to get your house in order. You've got to make sure that you either uh, find find a you know little side gig in the meantime, or you've got to restructure your debt, or you've got to uh, talk to your uh, friends about you know reorganizing things, or you uh, you know break up with somebody, or you redefine your relationship. You've got to make those small. Uh, little little adjustments in your life on your foundation so it's solid so you're not freaking out and you're not stressing because if you're stressing if you if your focus is on survival and what's going to happen is that focus is going to be on survival it's going to be on making the money and doing that stuff and it's going to take it's going to suck the life out of you it's going to suck the life out of you to the point where you're going to come home after working your job and you're not going to want to work on anything because you'd be totally physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually exhausted from the fact that you feel as though you're selling your soul out because you're, you know, you're, you're doing this particular thing. You've got to restructure and re- because you've got to pay certain bills that you, that, cause you, your bills are higher than your income or really close. You've screwed it up to the point. And I have, and I've done this like more than once 
So I'm not I'm not throwing things out at you. I'm just saying you've set up your life to the point where you're you've got to work that extra thing. You have to work the extra time. You have to work two jobs. You've and, or you have to stay in a shitty job that you hate because you have to make that, that scratch to be able to cover all your expenses. So work on uh, lowering your expenses. Go to da- God, uh, pick up Dave Ramsey's book. You don't have to follow it word for word, although it's awesome. But if you're in that particular situation, you don't have to just just find some things in there that you can do to to help you to start getting your house in order to make sure that finally you're not freaking out about being able to cover your expenses, to be able to cover your responsibilities, get your house in order. That's the second one. The third step after the house is in order. Now you can create a system. So you have an idea of kind of what you want to do, kind of just and it. And please, please don't go off a of passion. Stop following the whole passion stuff. It's great to have passion. Uh, don't get me wrong. Passion is great. It's not the thing that's going to drive you forward. You know why? It's because passion is like happiness. It's an emotion. It comes and it goes. It doesn't stick around. Emotions aren't like a forever thing. They, they're a wave. And, and you're going to go up. You're going to go down. If you put all your eggs in your passion basket and you get into something, I guarantee you'll get into it. You'll hit one roadblock or a couple of roadblocks and all that passion will be gone. And you, and then you're thinking, ah, crap, since I followed, this is something I really want to follow. All of a sudden it's not fun anymore. I've, I've kind of taken the fun out of it because I got to put work into it. If that happens, you're doing the wrong gig. I mean, you can keep that little thing for a fun hobby thing but we're talking about making that shift and creating that path that's going that's going to put you more in alignment your purpose more in alignment with what you're doing with your life so remember at the same time your house is in order your foundation is stable which means more than likely you're going to keep your job or you're going to find some job that's okay it's not going to be your final crazy purpose job but it's something that's going to help you to pay your bills we'll go back to that Again, then now you can create a system. Now, the system is something that you're going to create a regimen every single day. And if you look at anywhere on the internet and, and, and look to the successful people and even look at Tim Ferriss when he, if you've gone through uh, Tools of Titans, which is a huge book and it's really good, but he talks to, I don't know, you know, like 50 to 100 uh, of super successful people that have done this before and have a proven path to this. Nine out of 10 of them say, I have a system. And the system is, you know, you, you get up at a particular time, you do your meditation, you uh, eat at a certain time, you make sure you do your exercise, you, you, you set up a system to help you to get in the groove of this purpose thing. And then you give yourself, you a lot like an hour a night or two hours a night of going through and, and, and re, and at first, at first, you, when in terms of a purpose, and, and you start a new path, it's always about research. Always, 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 always. The the worst thing you can do is like have this epiphany in your head, and you're like, oh my god, it's great, and just start rolling and creating and doing all this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, you get you you kind of cre- you're like, I have the f- I, nobody's ever thought about this. This is amazing. This is the best program in the world. And then you and then you go and you click on Google. And you zip through there and you put in your subject line and there's like five or six or 10 or 20 different programs out there and they're all free and they're, and you're screwed. 
Because now, because now your dream is dead. I talked. Angela talked about this too. Because when she was in, she was remember she was talking about uh, the fact that she had this great, amazing idea. And then uh, I, the first thing I said when she called me up was research, because nine times out of ten, maybe ten out of ten, somebody has had the same idea. Doesn't mean they follow through on it. Doesn't mean it's exactly the same. Doesn't mean it's better than yours, but it's the same and it's out there. So you have to research and find out if that's the case. And if it is, then you got to research and then you got to take a look and then don't get disgruntled. See, I do. So I can say this because I get an idea. I'm like, oh my God, it's amazing. And I, God, I read, I read shit every single day. I'm on the internet every single day. I've gone through and done opposition research on every single guy that's out there and still stuff comes up. And still I have to, when I have a thought that I think this would be a cool niche in the personal development. Or in the purpose thing. And then I'll, then the first thing I don't want to do is I don't want to go on the internet and sit there and, and look because if I find it, I'll be bit. Great. Just one more thing that I can't do because some other person's gotten, gotten there before me. So, but it's so important that you do that. And, but that does bring, that does bring me down to, uh, so the system, the, the system is create a regiment, uh, and, and create a regiment that, that you'll be able to follow easily. Don't completely shift your life like one day to the next. Don't do a New Year's resolution where now I'm going to get up at, you know, I usually get up at nine. Now I'm going to get up at four. I, I never go to the gym. Now I'm going to go every single day. I, you can't, you will, you will totally collapse on that. You, your system, your body, your conscious, your sub, it will not be able to handle huge shifts like that. If you decide to, to do a system, when you decide to do a system, Log log down what your usual day is like, give or take. Then take a look at one part in there that you can say, oh, I can fit in, you know, 10 minutes of like me time. Or I can fit in, you know, five minutes to do some quick journaling while I'm uh, doing breakfast before I get in the car or uh, take the train to work, something like that. So remember one thing at a time, kind of like put in one thing. Remember, this is not a like a quick process. This is a process that's a lifelong process, but you've got to get these foundation things in first. So creating your system one thing at a time, let, let it simmer. It's one ingredient in the pot for the soup, you know, put the stock in first, just let it simmer, let the, let everything kind of work its way in, then add an onion and then let that kind of kick for a while. So it, it's a, it's a step-by-step because if you put everything in at once, it ain't going to happen. So that's the system that takes us to the last step which is the most important step. And the most important step is take your baby step because I cannot tell you the, and I mentioned this before, I think it was last week or week before the self-help self-development business is 10 billion with a B dollars a year, give or take. I think I said six or seven last time I was wrong. Cause I went back and I checked and the latest statistics show it's a $10 billion a year business through all the stuff, you know, the books, the, the programs and all that kind of crap. Most of that comes from people who have already bought something. So it's, which is, which is good and bad because if you, if you're committed to this, it doesn't mean you're going to buy one book. Or you're going to do my program or you're going to do Tony Robbins program. And all of a sudden you're going to be, unstoppable and amazing and everything's going to be perfect that usually that's not the case it what it does is every program that you go into or every book that you happen to get into 
some authors you'll be able to hear them better and some you won't. I mean, it just some click with you and some don't. I've read some stuff that uh, that really, really clicks with me. And then I've read some other authors that are extremely popular that uh, I'm like, I don't know, this, this doesn't work for me. It just doesn't. It just, I, I don't hear it. I don't, they don't write in my voice. And so it doesn't, so it's good to do that and good to experiment. The whole point is, is that it's still $10 billion. There's still people coming back. And you're going to find that, uh, that a lot of those people, they'll read one book and then the book will, most of the time, the book doesn't really try to push you into, uh, an activity or an action. It has you do little worksheet stuff as you go through. I did, I did Awaken the Giant Within, the first Tony Robbins thing, like back in like 25 years ago. And there was a lot of, you know, writing and journaling and, and kind of worksheety stuff. And, and which is great. There wasn't, from what I could remember, there wasn't like a call to action to where you had to like get up and, and make a phone call or actually go out and, and, and do something like physically do a step. I don't remember that. It could be, but it don't get me. But that's the whole point. The point is, most of the books that you read, that you will read, don't set it up that way. They don't set it up to where they're like, okay, now get your ass up, and then now go do this, and then see what happens, and then go do this, and then see what happens, and then come back and read the next chapter. I happen to make my book that way because I know for a fact that every single client that I've ever dealt with in the low of these many years and every single person that I've, that, that there's been therapy stuff and counseling and all that kind of stuff. It, it's not about what you read. There's a lot of super smart people that read a lot of books and they know a lot about this stuff. But they, if they don't do anything about it, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, there are so many people in the world that are super knowledgeable that don't do shit. And the difference between, between you and and somebody who's just really smart and then talks a good game is the fact that you're going to get off the couch and dust the Cheeto dust off of you and get up and do something. You've got to take the step. You got to take the step. You have to. You have to experiment. You have to improvise. You have to make adjustments. You have to fail. I don't like the word fail because people freak out on the fail thing, which is really the reason why people don't take that first step because they don't want to fail. They don't want to. It's uncomfortable outside of the bubble. You want to be outside of the bubble. But it's uncomfortable because you don't have no idea what's outside the bubble. And you could be opening yourself up and you could be more vulnerable in this situation. But you know what? That's how every single successful person goes through this process. You cannot go through and get to success without tap dancing through the failure minefield. And every once in a while, you know, you're you're, going to trip a couple and not to make light of minefields because it's terrible. But I'm just saying you're going to fall down and you're going to fail in, in that context. You're going to, things won't work out the way you want them to. You're going to have to get up. You're going to have to relook at it. You're going to have to make adjustments. And you're, then, then the worst thing you can do is just stand there or, or start going backwards and saying, no, nope, I guess this isn't for me. <clears throat> it might not be for you the exact way you think it is, but that's the whole point of going through this is the fact that the way that you figure out what is for you with this energy that you have, this purpose energy that you have, is to go through and hit a block wall and then make an adjustment and then hit another one and then make an adjustment and hit another one and then make an adjustment. I've had, I, I was trying to think, I don't know, five different like businesses that I've, that I've started, all eventually closing shop because I start them as, I start them as a side gig. I start them as a purpose project and I, and I go through them 
And uh, I have to say, for the record, half of them were uh, a bad idea because I did it for money alone, which is if you do anything for money alone, you will it won't work. And I'll say that every single week, but you can't do it for money alone. I'm just listening to Gary Vee is crushing it. He said the same exact thing. It's not rocket science. If you if money is your main thing, that's an exterior. It, it, it just it's not good. It's not going to work. Your energy has to come from within within it has to be there has to be an inspiration not a motivation for money but an inspiration within your within yourself to be the best person that you can be to figure out what the hell you're here for and then to figure out a way to take that talent that you have that unique talent that you have and to package it up and to find a way to gift it to other people as well because the only way you're going to do anything in this life is if you in terms of success is if you do that and you bring and you and you help you help society and you help the universe. That's the only way it's going to happen. So take your baby step, experiment, improvise, make adjustments. Uh, and if you can get over that fear of failure and fear of the unknown, then you're, then you're, you're going to be in good shape because it's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, you're not doing enough. If you're not hitting up block wall, if you're not having to make adjustments, if you're not falling on your face and then having to get up and kind of regroup, then you're not doing enough. You're playing it safe and nothing's going to happen. So remember, you you got you to gotta fail and it, and it has to get to that point because that's the only way you learn. You got to get through that field, the field of failure, before you can get to success. There's no other way. Prove me wrong, right? I mean, it, 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 go read any other program or any of that stuff. It, it, it's all the same thing. I'm not just making this up. This is not something, a brand new thing. I'm just saying this is this is the oversimpl- oversimplified formula for success and fulfillment if you want to if you want to take your life to the next level and I'm trying to make it as easy as possible cuz I got totally confused this week. Here it is again. Get real with yourself, figure your shit out. Uh, number 2, get your house in order. Don't blow off everything in your responsibilities. Get your house in order, get your finances in order, figure your rent out, do whatever it takes. Get your house in order so you're not freaking out so you can put time. You can put your your focus into your purpose project. Number three, create a system. Creating a system is really, really important as, as all successful people pretty much have said. Create your system to help you to create the time to put towards your purpose project. Number four, last step, take your baby step. Action, 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 action. If nothing happens without action. And then when you do hit your head up against the the wall, then regroup, figure out what the hell's going on and do it again. You may hit the same wall. Sometimes that happens. You know, people say if you make the same mistake twice, da 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 da. I don't know. Now, there's a lot of times when you you'll make the same mistake twice because you think, well, maybe if I do this thing a little bit different, but that might end that might end up at the same mistake. So, don't take that for for really for literally just keep giving it a shot and making adjustments and, and asking your close friends or not, not just your friends, but ask the people that, that have an idea about what you're going through, like an entrepreneur or somebody who's gone through a project. Kind of ask them or, or ask me, Tony at javabud.com. I'll give you a straight up. I do. That's, that's what I do with my clients all the time. I've had clients five, six years ago that still email me uh, all the time. And just asking me questions about making small adjustments because they've gone through this stuff and they're at a different point in their life and they want to and kind of get an idea of what's going on. So that's it. Those are the four steps. 
I hope you enjoyed this. If you have any questions or comments, as usual, you can go to Tony at JavaBud.com. I want to say hey to all my uh, overseas listeners. There's like a hundred and something countries, which is awesome. And I really appreciate you guys out there. Some of the biggest ones. I mean, I've got friends in the Netherlands, so I'm hoping you guys are, uh, are, are listening as well. And, uh, South Korea is huge. Uh, Germany's huge. Austria. Uh, there's people down in Australia and South. It's awesome. So thank you for that. I always like hearing from you guys from other places because I try to be as universal in terms of my topics as I possibly can be instead of just being American. So, uh, but I have to, but for the record, haven't done a lot of international travel at all. So, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully this is just a universal thing. And what I'm saying, you can, you can apply. I'm hoping that that's the case. So I hope everything's great. Go out and kick some ass. Remember, purpose remember take some action take some action or you're just you're just you're just masturbating stop doing that put your pants on go out and take some action i'll talk to you next week Bye.